Hey guys, welcome to the sixth episode of the Push Pull Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about how to choose the best training split for you. Okay, so when it comes to choosing the best training split for you, there are a few factors to take into account, and as we get into the podcast, I'm going to go through, how many have I got here? One, two, three, four, five six different training split options and we're going to talk about them but first off I'm just going to uh, share with you how I'm kind of evaluating the effectiveness of these training splits. So the first and probably most important thing I would say when it comes to choosing your training split is that it's going to be a realistic split for you and that it's sustainable because if you go and start at the gym and start a training split which requires you to be in the gym six days a week and you have a very hectic busy lifestyle and you can only make it three or four it's going to become really stressful for you to be able to stick to your split which you know increased stress is going to affect your sleep you're not going to see the results you want because you can't build optimal muscle or lose optimal amounts of weight when you've got a high stress lifestyle and you're just not going to be able to continue it in the long term because it's it's not realistic, it's not sustainable for you. Just because it might be for your favourite fitness influencer or your friend from work, you're a different person and you need to find what works for you. So that is um, the main way that I'm going to be approaching this. Another really important thing when assessing the best training split for you is if you find it enjoyable or not. You might really enjoy a certain way of training. You might really enjoy full body training. And in that case, you should do full body training because that's what you enjoy. And at the end of the day, what's the point in going to the gym? What's the point in training if you're not enjoying it, if you're not happy when you're there? So just because one split, one way of training might get you where you want to be the fastest, that doesn't mean that's what you should do. You should get you, you should do something that's gonna get you where you wanna be eventually, but you're gonna enjoy the process because that's what's a lot more important. So we wanna take into account how enjoyable a certain training split is gonna be. And last off, I'm sure some other things will come up as we talk, but lastly is the effectiveness of the training split in, in scientific terms, really. So this kind of disregards how enjoyable it is. But what we've seen in various various studies is that frequency and volume are two main drivers of muscle growth, which are controlled by your training split. So if a certain split allows you to hit muscles of a higher frequency, that means the amount of times you are working that muscle a week. For example, if you do chest once per week, that is a frequency of once per week. If you do chest three times a week, that's a frequency of three times a week. We've seen that higher frequencies are more effective for muscle growth and also muscle retention when dieting, trying to lose weight to a point. So up and so what we've seen is that frequencies of two are better than one, three are better than two. After three, it's a bit wishy-washy. We don't really know, but we know for certain that a frequency of once per week is going to be less effective than three times per week. And the last thing I'd like to touch on just before we get into discussing the actual splits is some of you might not really know what I mean, what what I mean by training split. So just to make sure we're all on the same boat, a training split is the way you split up your muscles when you're weight training. For example, if you go into the gym and you do an exercise for every single muscle on your body 
that is full body, meaning you're doing a full body split. If you go into the gym and you just work your upper body muscles and then the next day you work your lower body muscles, that is going to be an upper lower split. So that is what we mean by your training split. So let's get into the splits themselves. The first one we're going to talk about is always the elephant in the room and it's been, it's crowned the name, uh, the prestigious name of the bro split because this is what all the gym bros, the gym lads do when they first get in there. And what this split basically involves is it's generally five days a week in the gym and you're going to have your chest day, your back day, your leg day, your shoulder day, your arm day. So what you're doing is you're hitting every muscle group by itself. So you're going to the gym and you're just destroying your chest and then you're leaving it for the whole week. You're destroying your legs and you're leaving them for the whole week. So the first first uh, red flag with this one is going back to frequency, which we spoke about just a second ago. This is a very low frequency program. You're only gonna be hitting each muscle group once a week. And like we said, that really isn't effective. Um, another major red flag for this kind of training is if you uh, listen to my previous podcast about junk volume, it really does sit sit in that kind of area because if you're doing a whole session of legs and you need to get all of your leg volume and so you need to get the same amount of volume into one session as some people get into two. So by the end of that one session, you're going to be so knackered, so tired, your muscles are going to be so destroyed that the sets you do at the end just aren't going to be effective. They're going to be a waste of time. They're pretty much just burning calories and making you more sore the next day rather than actually contributing to muscle growth. Whereas if you put them on another day and did a frequency of twice per week, you'd get more muscle growth from those sets. So the main downsides I can see from the bro split is that the frequency of once per week is too low to be optimal if you're really trying to get to your goals fast and you're going to be touching on that junk volume, meaning you're pretty much wasting your time by the end of the sets, by the end of the workouts. However, on the flip side of that, we can't deny the fact that a bro split is pretty fun, isn't it? We all love to go into the gym and just get an absolutely outrageous chest pump, get a massive pump in the lats, and that feeling when you wake up the next day with a certain muscle group absolutely destroyed, really sore with DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, it does feel good and it's fun. And like I said, enjoyability of a training split is a major factor for me. So if you're going to really enjoy a bro split and you are okay with the fact that it's not going to be 100% optimal, then is there really anything wrong with it? Not, not really. You know, it, it's, it's also, it's good enough for most people. And when when you absolutely love fitness, you do get caught into this kind of niche of trying to optimize every single thing so you can make absolutely as much progress every second as possible. Forgetting that for 99% of the population, they just want to go in, have a good time, see some results here and there. And in that case, a bro split is going to be good enough for most people. So I've said it, a bro split's okay. I don't follow it myself. It's definitely not optimal. If it's fun, it's good enough. Next one we want to talk about is a full body split and this is becoming more and more popular especially as Jeff Nippard has started talking about it a lot and so th this is really interesting because a full body split can mean a lot of different things. So this means that when you go into the gym you're hitting every single muscle group in that one session. However, 
you could do this and go into the gym one day a week. You could go in two days a week, all the way up to five days a week, e even six, but I, I wouldn't recommend that due to recovery. So five days a week, full body, is a very different ball game to one day a week or two day a week, full body. So we're going to talk about them differently. If you are going in the gym just once per week and hitting everything, obviously the volume per muscle group, the volume in that session is going to be really high. The volume per muscle group is going to be low because it's just too much to fit into one session. And also it's just a low frequency. However, if you can only make it into the gym once a week, that's what's realistic and that's what's sustainable for you, then obviously a full body split is the best way to go. Because if you do any other type of split, then there's going to be something missing from that session. So there's going to be an imbalance building somewhere. So when we start ramping this up into two or three days a week, this is where I think the full body split really shines. If you're somebody that can only get into the gym two or three days a week, then full body is what you should be doing in my opinion, because it allows you to get that high frequency or uh, optimal frequency, shall we say. It allows you to get enough volume per muscle group and you're not splitting up your training so that you're only getting a frequency of once per muscle group if you did something like a push-pull legs, which we'll touch on in a second. So it's got a high frequency and it's got, uh, you know, it's, it's customizable. You can decide to do a lower time commitment of two or three days a week, or you can do it five days a week and commit as much time as other people doing higher training day splits. It really is up to you. And it's also good for beginners because it's so scalable. If you're really new to the gym and just touching a barbell gives you muscle soreness or allows you to grow, you can start off with one or two days a week. And as you get more, uh, as you as your training age grows, you can your split can grow with you. You can start, you can add in a third day, add in a fourth day, add in a fifth day. So it is really good for beginners. However, if a beginner goes in and tries to do full body five days a week, it's going to be way too much. They're going to be destroyed. They won't be recovering. So you do really need to be careful when you're getting into that higher frequency side of things. Another massive benefit of full body training is that the quality of the volume. So like we've mentioned with junk volume, full body training is pretty much the opposite of that. If you're doing full body training and hitting every muscle group four or five days a week, that probably means that you're only doing a few sets per muscle group per day. So let's say you did squats Monday, leg press Tuesday, hack squat Wednesday, split squats Thursday, and you know leg extensions Friday. That's quad movement every single day, but they're not one after the other. So the amount of energy and the amount of strength you're going to have in your quads for each of those exercises is going to be way higher cumulatively than if you put them one after the other on the same day. So the quality of your volume and the effectiveness of your volume is going to be way up there. So really, the only downside I can see for full body training, aside from a lot of people just not enjoying it because they like that focus on the single muscle group, is that the programming does require a lot more skill. Because if you don't really know how to program, you don't really know how to space out volume, how much you should be doing, what kind of stuff is going to require more recovery time and less recovery time, you're going to end up a mess. You're going to end up a wreck by the end of the week because you really need to control your recovery when you're hitting a full body high, high frequency split. If you'd like uh, some more advice on this, I'm happy to talk about it. But some guys that have put out some great content on this uh, topic in specific 
is Jeff Nippard and also Joe Delaney has been doing some stuff about that recently. So I would recommend checking those guys out for that. Okay, so the next split we're going to talk about is an upper-lower split. And this means that when you're going into the gym, one day you're going to be hitting your upper body. So you're going to be getting your chest, your shoulders, your arms, your back all in one go. And then the next session is going to be a lower body. So you know your quads, your glutes, your hamstrings and your calves. So you're getting everything on the lower body, everything on the upper body. The main benefit I see to this style of training is that it's customizable. So because it's kind of grouped into an upper lower, you can repeat this two, uh, one, two or three times a week. So if you do it once, you'll be in the gym twice a week. If you'll be in it, if you do it twice, you'll be in the gym four times a week and six days a week if you do it three times. If you do do it once a week, obviously your frequency is going to be quite low, which is a downside to the upper lower split in that case. You're going to be getting the same frequency as a bro split, but you're going to be getting less volume on each muscle. So the effectiveness of it is going to be less. However, the time commitment is less. So again, if it's all you can commit to and you don't enjoy full body training, then this might be the split for you. If you've got some more time to give to the gym and you can make it four or six days a week, then upper lower is a very good way to go about it because it allows space for the volume in those sessions, the amount of volume you need. Uh, it allows enough recovery if you're in there four days a week because you've got three days recovery, which is quite a lot. And also you've got the time between each upper and lower, obviously. Another benefit is that it provides more structure than full body. When you're in the full, when you're in the gym doing full body, a lot of the clients I've worked with and myself, I found that I kind of feel a bit aimless because going from a bench press to a leg press or a squat to a ham, uh, a squat to a tricep extension, it feels a bit strange. Whereas with an upper lower, you know your sessions are focused on lower or your sessions are focused on upper body. So it feels like there's that kind of structure there. So getting onto the disadvantages of upper lower splits. If you are doing a six day split, which I know a lot of you will be, which has you at a frequency of three times per muscle. This is really good obviously and you are in that optimal frequency range and you can get so you can get more than enough volume most likely in that time. However, if you're doing lower body three days a week, then if you're not programming correctly, you're going to be not you're not going to be getting enough recovery time if you're the type of person that gets bad muscle soreness because if you're doing six days uh, six days a week upper lower upper lower upper lower you've only got one day between lower body days and for most people that's just not going to be enough recovery time for the legs so as with full body the programming does require a lot of skill also just generally speaking if you are doing upper lower six days a week Yes, you're getting a great frequency. However, it's just not going to be enough recovery for the majority of people. You're going to be overtraining because like I said, even uh, upper body with one day rest in between, it's, it's not going to be optimal at all. So the next split we're going to talk about is push-pull legs. And this is a popular one. I'm sure you've heard of it or you know someone doing it or you've you just know what it is. You do it yourself. And push-pull legs means that you are breaking your sessions up into three categories. A push day is going to be chest, shoulders and triceps. A pull day is going to be back and biceps and legs is obviously going to be your legs. The way, the reason for splitting this up like this is that your pushing movements are going to generally use similar muscles. So when you're doing a 
bench press, your triceps are involved. When you're doing a shoulder press, your triceps are involved. So the logic is why not get shoulders on the end of that day and uh, triceps on the end of that day as well, sorry. Same with pull, you're getting your back and your biceps together because those muscle groups work together. It makes sense. And when you do this, you can either repeat it once a week or twice a week. If you do it once a week, it's going to be a three-day split, push-pull legs with rest in between. And if you do it tw- uh, twice a week, it's going to be a six-day split where you're only getting one, rate, one day rest in between. So you might do push-pull legs, rest, push-pull legs, rest, and so on. This is a really good split because it's fun for a lot of people. When you're doing three muscles, so if you're, when you're doing your chest, your shoulders, and your triceps, you get a really good pump, you look good, you feel good, and a lot of people just really enjoy this kind of training. And it allows a lot of, uh, a lot of structure. So like I said, your, your sessions feel very tailored to a certain area, which means you're, you feel like you have a purpose for being in the gym. It also, if you're doing it, uh, but because the sessions are more structured and focused, you do have enough space for volume if you're doing it twice a week. However, I do think the space for volume, for adequate training volume, isn't enough if you're only doing it once a week. So some of the disadvantages of a push-pull-leg split is that if you're just doing it once a week, so push-pull-legs with four days rest, the frequency is too low. You're only going to be hitting each muscle group once a week and it's going to be very hard to fit your optimal volume into those sessions. So if you need to get 20 sets of chest a week to be optimal, and you also need to do all of that for shoulders and you need to get a lot of arms in there as well, that push day is going to be really, really long. And even though you're only in the gym three days a week, you might be in the gym for two hours, two and a half hours each session. And the amount of junk volume, the amount of effort you're going to be able to put into those sessions when you're more than halfway through is going to be so low that it's just not going to be, there's no point. If you can only make it into the gym three days a week, do a full body, do an upper lower full, something like that, not push-pull legs. However, if you've got if you've got the time available to do a six-day split, then push-pull legs, push-pull legs is a really good option. It's just too big of a time commitment for a lot of people. So if you enjoy it and you've got the time for it, go for it. But, you know, like, like I said, it all comes down to you. So the fifth split we're going to talk about is a five-day split, and this is upper-lower push-pull legs. So this combines the last two that we spoke about, and this allows you to do an upper-body session, a lower-body session, a push session, a pull session, and a leg session. And I actually think this is probably one of the best things you can do if you can get into the gym five days a week. The reason being, because it's five days a week, you still get two days of rest, which is a good good amount for a lot of people and your rest between sessions between upper and leg sessions is also adequate because it's upper lower you're getting because it's upper lower push pull legs sorry you're getting frequency of twice a week for your legs which allows you to be a lot more optimal and closer to optimal than once a week such as a blow a bro split or an upper lower split and it gives you more room for the optimal volume without being too taxing on your recovery because as I mentioned a lot of people really struggle with recovery in their legs due to the uh, muscle soreness so only hitting legs twice a week allows you to get enough volume in with enough recovery as well however 
because it's a five day split, that means you're doing upper body three days a week. And upper body generally requires less recovery time than legs does, which is why you can get away with doing it three days a week. So we're getting even better frequency. We're getting three days a week frequency, whereas we're getting two for legs and we've got plenty of room for volume. Because you've got an upper day, a push day and a pull day, it means that each of your upper body days can be focused on one of the main muscle groups. For example, your push day can have a focus on chest, your pull day can have a focus on your back and your upper day can have a focus on your shoulders. However, you're still hitting every muscle group in your upper body within that session. So the frequency is well up there. There's a lot of structure. It's fun. It's enjoyable. You're going to get a good pump. You're hitting each main muscle group as a focus while still getting, uh, while still touching on other things to get the frequency in there and you're getting plenty of recovery. So really, I think this is probably one of the best possible splits you can do. The only disadvantage I can see is the flexibility of it, because if you can only make it into the gym three days a week, this split is gonna require you to be in the gym five days a week. So if you've got the time to be in the gym five days a week, crack on, I think upper, lower, push, pull legs is the best split you can do. And if you'd like some more advice on how to put together that kind of split, let me know because I'm more than happy to support the cause. So the last, last split we're going to talk about feels like I've been going on and said the training, the word training split about 50,000 times now. So not long left, I promise. Thank you for sticking by. The last one is going to be another five day split. So it's a variation of the upper lower push pull legs that we just spoke about. And this one would be doing upper three times a week and lower two times a week. So obviously this is very similar to the one we just said about, but it is uh, it has less structure because rather than having an upper session, a push session and a pull session, you're gonna be having your upper body three days a week. I just realized I made a mistake when I was talking about upper lower push pull legs. I said that your upper body volume is three days a week. Technically it is, but your actual muscle group volume is two days a week because on your push day, you won't be touching your back. On your pull day, you won't be touching your uh, chest and shoulders. So your upper body volume is three days a week, but your muscle volume will still be two days a week. Uh, sorry for any confusion that might have caused. So back to the upper three days a week, lower two days a week, five day training split. This one does allow you to have um three a three day a three day frequency on all of your upper body muscles because your sessions aren't divided into push pull legs or anything like that uh it's just upper 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 with legs in between so upper lower upper lower upper lower and this require this allows um two days of rest a week which as i said is plenty of rest for most people it also allows a lot of rest between your lower sessions. Again, good for most people who struggle with that leg soreness and it gets that uh, three day a week frequency on your upper body. However, it has less general focus because you're, you don't have, for example, you're not going into a push session focusing on just destroying your chest, shoulders and triceps. So for some people, they won't enjoy it as much as an upper lower push pull legs. Some people will enjoy it more. It's one of those things you've got to give it a go. You've got to find out what you enjoy the most. Like I said, I've not got too much to say about this one because it is so similar to the one we just mentioned. And the disadvantage is going to be the same. 
it's not flexible. It's going to keep you in the gym five days a week, take it or leave it. However, I do think it's slightly more uh, flexible than upper lower push-pull legs because with that one, if you miss, if you miss, for example, a push day, then you've just limited yourself to a frequency of once per week. Whereas in the set for the push muscles, sorry. Whereas if you miss a day for your upper, uh, for your upper lower five day split, if you miss your upper day, you're still going to get that twice a week frequency. So there's a bit more room for missing a day in the gym here and there. So I feel like I've just absolutely talked your faces off. This is the longest podcast I've done by far. So thank you so much if you're still listening. I hope you've taken something from it and I hope that this wasn't too confusing. If you do have any more questions on the topic, feel free to get in touch with me. I'll be more than happy to help out. And until the next one, see you later, guys. Thank you.